Hey, 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 everyone. Fraser Brooks here with the Network Marketing Ninja Podcast, episode 18. So, I said 18 in a really, really weird way there. I am so fired up. You know, the, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's the electrolytes I've eaten, the flapjack I've just had, the meditation I've done, the walk I've done, the, pod, the podcasts I've been listening to, the personal elements I've been doing, the lives I've been doing, or even if it's just because of this podcast I'm recording. I have no idea what it is, but I'm just fired up. I'm jacked up. I'm juiced up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to change some lives. So whether you are watching from the car, watching, that'd be interesting, watching an audio, whether you're listening from your car, listening while you're cleaning up, listening while you're hoovering, listening while you're picking up the kids, walking the dog, going for a run on that treadmill, whatever it might be, if you're on the treadmill, I dare you to wink at the person on the treadmill next to you, go on, I dare you, go on, go on, oh, go on, go on, if you're driving and you stop it to the lights, go on, wink, go on, I dare you. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Anyway, you can probably tell that I've pro- completely lost the plot today. So today, as I'm feeling a little bit weird, a little bit like, I don't know, wacky, I'm going to talk about something that's completely not related to network marketing on social media. It is in a way because it can affect you, but I hope it's going to help those of you who travel. So I travel a lot, right? Um, in fact, in 2019, I will end up, ended up Probably speaking at 40, in between 40 and 44, I need to get the final numbers, but about 40, in between 40 and 44 weekends of my year, I will have spent on the road, in the air, whatever it might be. So I travel a lot to all sorts of different time zones. I've done thousands and thousands and thousands of miles. It's, it's kind of crazy. So here's what I'm really good at when it comes to traveling. I'm really good at getting over jet lag. Now, jet lag, for those of you who've had it or for those of you who don't know what it is, jet lag is not you being on a plane for five hours and feeling sleepy because you've been in the air for five hours. Jet lag is the lag between time zones. So if you are in the UK and you travel to America, the US, Eastern Time, is five time zones. So when it's 8 a.m. in America, it's technically 1 p.m. in the UK. Obviously, daylight savings depends on all that sort of stuff. So if I go to Orlando in Florida, I I will then be jet-lagged when I arrive there. It will take me a few days to get over it. Technically, it's for every one time zone is one is one day. So technically, it should take you five days to completely adjust. And then when you come back to the UK, you're now five hours ahead. So it can take you another five days to adjust. Traveling is exhausting. So what if there was a way for it to only take one day, maybe one and a half days Right, And if you've ever had the jet lag feeling, it is horrible. You wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and you're wide awake and you can't fall back to sleep. Or you're not waking up till 12 p.m. Like 12 p.m. noon and you're not going to bed till 4 a.m. It's just a very, very bizarre feeling. And even if you go from the UK to Germany, it's an hour time zone. You do get jet lag very, very slightly. You just might not, you might not feel it. Right, And I really appreciated how, how kind of good I was at this skill when I went over to Australia, which was at the time it was 11 hours ahead. So it should have taken me 11 days to recover. But in reality, it only ended up taking me about a day and a half to get over it. Uh, That day and a half was torture, but I got over it. So here we go. Here are my five steps on how to beat jet lag. 
And I know it's completely different to all other Facebook Lives and YouTubes and podcasts that I've ever done before, but I think you'll find you'll find value in it, all right? And also, if you know people who travel, impress them with these five steps, and they'll be like, what? How did you know this? You don't even have a passport. You say, well, I listen to this podcast every now and again. It's called The Network Marketing Ninja. Wink, wink. All right? All right, so here we go. Step number one is when you go into the airport right? When you're traveling, so let's say you go into Manchester airport and you're flying over to Dubai, right? I think there's a three or four hour time difference. So you go onto your phone or your watch. As soon as you walk into the airport doors of the as your of your departure destination, so Manchester, you set your watch or your phone to the time zone of your final destination. So let's say it's three hours ahead. You set the timer three hours ahead. So now you look at the watch and you go, okay, cool. Well, it's 6 p.m. Instead of it being lunchtime, it's now evening slash dinner time. So what do you do? You eat the right foods for the time of the destination. So if it's 3 p.m. in the UK, maybe you want to have a Subway sandwich. I might have had a Subway sandwich just a few minutes ago. And if I do any burps, then it's Subway burps. Excuse me. So you might have a Subway sandwich at 3 p.m., but at 6 p.m. you wouldn't have a Subway sandwich. At 6 p.m. maybe you're going to have steak and potato wedges. Now what this does, and I've, I've noticed over the years, is it sends kind of like your brain is thinking, whoa, I'm having steak. I would never usually have steak at lunchtime. I definitely would never have steak in the morning. So it must be dinner time. So now your body and your brain start to match up, although they are originally shocked. So then you get on the flight and you arrive. Now, you arrive at 9 o'clock in the morning. So in, your, in the departure destination, it's 6 a.m. You usually aren't eating at 6 a.m. But, but at 9 a.m., you usually have scrambled eggs on toast. So what do you have at 9 a.m. when you're in your arrival destination? If it's 9 a.m., you have scrambled eggs on toast. So your body now thinks, oh, it's morning time. Same with lunchtime, same with dinner time. You keep doing that. Don't throw it in there and go, oh, I've just woke up. Like, oh, I'm really hungry. I want a sandwich. Have a sandwich. No. Be very strict with the foods that you eat. <clears throat> so step one is that. Step two is no matter what time you arrive at your arrival destination, do not sleep until 10 p.m. Don't have a nap. Don't have a power nap. Don't have an afternoon snooze. Don't be doing all of that. You do not sleep until 10 p.m. that first night. Now, it's very, very difficult. Like, I recently came back from Orlando and I arrived home at 5 a.m. Uh, sorry, yeah, I arrived back into the UK at 5 a.m. and I had a five-hour wait in the airport due to all sorts of stuff until 10 a.m. for me to get my flight over to Frankfurt and there was all sorts of delays anyway. It was a nightmare. So, was it, was, would it have been easy for me to have a little sleep in the lounge? Yes. Did I? No. It was torture. But guess what? I didn't have any jet lag and I should have had five or six days worth of jet lag right? So don't sleep till 10 p.m. first night. Now, some of you guys are going to really struggle with that. Some of you guys are going to be so excited about where you're going, you want to explore and you have this second wind, this kind of new lease of energy. Although you've not slept for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, you have that energy. So the first night can be easy for some of you guys. The second night, though, is one of the last tips, right? I'm going to come to that. Right, 
Third step, and I hope you're getting value, guys. If you are getting value, please do feel free to share this podcast with your network marketing friends and family. I do really appreciate that. Be sure to subscribe. Leave me a five-star rating uh, and a review if you feel it's necessary because it does make it more appealing for other people to find the podcast. And then give me a screenshot. Screenshot your device right now with the image that's showing. Tag me at Fraser Brooks online over on Instagram. I will engage with those of you who I'm able to. And you might have the chance to win or to be announced as subscriber of the week. So this week's subscriber of the week is from Beament. Beament, uh, 27th of July, they did this one. Love the energy. I follow Fraser on Facebook and I love the energy. Your tips are absolute gold. I love listening to these podcasts whilst in the car. So Beament, if you're listening to this, you are subscriber of the week. And if you're in the car, I want you to wink at the person who's next to you in terms of in the next car as they go past or when you're in the traffic lights. I know that if they're going to get out, if they do get out the car to come over to you, (laughs) then run or go drive as fast as you can. All right. Anyway, no, no limit. No, obviously there's speed limit. So pay attention to that. Right. Step number three. So even if you are feeling so exhausted that you know, as soon as you hit the pillow, you will fall asleep, make sure you drink a bunch of water, a bunch of water, no one's ever said a bunch of water, go and drink two or three cups of water and then take some form of natural melatonin. I take mine in a spray format, but what melatonin, what I found melatonin to do is natural, so it's non-addictive, is it's one of the, one of the things, I don't know if it's hormones or something, but it's one of the things that helps you to sleep, right? Now you might be thinking, well, Fraser, I'm exhausted. Trust me, if you're exhausted and your time zones are all messed up, you might go to sleep at 10 p.m. completely exhausted, but you might wake up at 2 or 3 or 4 or 4 o'clock in the morning and you think you have so much energy. What melatonin will help you do if you take the right amount, obviously consult with whatever whatever you do consult with, doctors or whatever's on the pot or whatever it might be of what you're taking, you might be knocked out in a deep sleep for 7 or 8 hours. And when you have that 7 or 8 hours, you're ready to go. You'll be waking up and you'll be waking up first thing wanting to go to the toilet because you've just had a load of water, but your body is hydrated, you've had a good amount of sleep, and you've woken up in the right time zone. Maybe it's six, six a.m. or seven a.m. when you wake up. So what do you do? You go and you have a decent breakfast at around the seven, eight, eight, maybe even nine a.m. mark. All right. Step number four is have a huge, huge breakfast. Now, when I say huge breakfast, I mean like a fry up, like you've got beans, scrambled eggs, smoked salmon, toast, avocado, black pudding, sausage, all these like, and for those of you who are on like health kicks and stuff, like fasting is probably going to completely screw you up with jet lag, right? Just from my experience, because I fast every now and again, 16 hour fast, like 16, 8, 16, 8, 16 off, 8 on, 16, 8, or 8, 8 on. Um, and that's helped me but when I jet lag, it completely screws me up, screws me over completely screws me over. So that's step four, have a big breakfast. Step five, the last step, is kind of a, a, a two, two-part one. On the first day you arrive, once you've woken up, you've had the big breakfast, do more activity than you usually do. Don't sit around. It's very easy for you to sit around. The number of people who go on holidays and come back on a Sunday morning and then just go, oh, well, I'm just gonna chill out and rest. The more you rest, the more your body's in a state of rest, on that first day that you are back in your normal time zone or in the arrival time zone, you will 
you will actually suffer because your body is trying to rest and trying to catch up. If you start doing more activity than usual, your body will kind of catch up and you'll eliminate the jet lag. You'll be tired because your body is tired, not because your your brain is exhausted. Very, very important. And then that night, that second night you're there, so the full, the first full day, more activity than usual, whether it's more steps, push-ups, press-ups, squats, wall sits, jumping jacks, a jog, I don't care what it is. It's just important that you do that, right? My activity is speaking. So I don't usually speak during the day. Maybe I do team calls and stuff or like team calls for other people. Maybe I speak to owners and leaders of companies about the next event that they want me to speak at. Maybe I'm writing books, whatever it might be. I'm not speaking in front of crowds all the time. So whenever I land, I go on stage. I'm like, woo, crazy, 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 right? Situational extroverted Fraser, let's go, let's go. So my energy is higher than normal. So it helps me get over my jet lag. So you've got to do other things that help you with that. The second part is do not sleep until at least 10 p.m. that night. If you follow those five steps, if you eat the right eat the right food in your destination time zone, you don't sleep till 10 p.m. the first night when you arrive, you drink, you, you take natural melatonin and drink plenty of water before you go to bed, you have a huge breakfast in the morning after, and then the, on the first full day you do more activity than usual and you don't sleep until 10 p.m. that night, you will have a fantastic shot, if you're similar to me, at breaking the jet lag. All right, guys? So... Again, if you got value and you want to be shouted out as the next subscriber of the week, go over to the podcast, hit the subscribe button, leave me a five-star rating and a positive review if you feel like that's necessary to, to share with other people. Screenshot your device that has the podcast on it right now. Tag me at Fraser Brooks online and let me know what you love the most about this podcast. And I will engage with those of you who I can and I'll give you a shout out if you are the subscriber of the week. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.